What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Planet of Doubt podcast, where we doubt everything. I'm here with the squad. My name is Chris. CX Drive in the building. I see you. Mad neat. And it's your boy, John Lewis. I like the energy that we have going on right now. <laughs> Welcome to the POD, Planet of Doubt podcast. Number four. Um, was this, four? this is episode number four. Look at us. Episode number four with wow. all the content we've been releasing. <laughs> we made We're it just... four episodes, guys. Four, four episodes without getting canceled. I'm, I'm proud of us. <laughs> I do hate all of you guys. So. We're here at episode four. Um, and as it seems, according to our algorithms, our YouTube algorithms, you guys actually like these uh, podcasts. This is like <laughs> the podcast is our most viewed other than our segments, which is great. Thank you for liking the long content. Thank you for yeah, yeah. Um, being involved in our conversations. And like I said, get in the comments and help us out. What do you like? What did you don't like? Give us some feedback. We're always open to that. Here we are, episode number four. How y'all boys feeling out here in the streets? Good. I feel good, chilling, man. Chilling. chilling, bro. Ready to go back to work tomorrow. So there's that. That's disgusting. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> let's let's, let's do announce good. that everybody has a great mic finally. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you can hear us clearly. Mike now Morris. everybody should be leveled, decent, and I think we all sound pretty damn good. That's so awesome. let's shout out to that. Yeah, we got we got an album, those. we got an R and B album coming soon. So y'all look out for that. <laughs> we can all finally record our verses. <laughs> yeah, Manny. I mean, it's weird because like a lot of people, like Aventura Mall is open already. Sargas has been open, but I'm sure there's still a couple stores that are just like iffy with the sticky trying to yeah. see and, and like <laughs> all, the, all, all the riots like really back things up that, that's really what it was so like now yeah. that that shit's like calming down a little bit you know we're, we're gonna see some of the stores get open probably so manny what's the etiquette now when you go back to work what, what are the requirements <laughs> what do you need uh so first and foremost i need somebody at the door with hand sanitizer just ready at all times really? uh, are you serious nah, 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 i'm playing i'm playing no nah, so, <laughs> john I mean, likes that idea yeah. <laughs> what's that tell you are? yeah that's how it so, is at disney yeah. yeah. So basically the way Makes it is, sense. it's like uh, we don't let any more than 50 people in the store. And that includes like the employees. Um, I have a pretty big store. So if that doesn't sound if that sounds like too much, it's a huge store. Like I, I kind of see it working out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like so if somebody tries something on and doesn't want it, we put gloves on, grab the stuff. And then you burn it. And burn it. Yes. Okay. Do you work for my company? That's crazy. <laughs> nah, I mean, I could. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you put it like in a bin, and then I think it's like it's there for 24 hours, and and nobody touches it. Like it just kind of stays there, um, because really? the virus. Yeah, the virus can't last like on a non-biological surface for longer than 20 or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. So I haven't been back myself, but my store is open, and it's pretty similar. I think the only difference, Manny, is that when a customer tries it on, instead of putting it in quarantine for 24 hours right away. We have to steam our clothes first. I guess. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that means. Uh, so I don't know if because the heat's concentrated on the fabric, yeah, maybe yeah. Or whatever. But we do have like a, uh, a certain percentage of people that could come in the store at once at one time. Uh, there is like six feet apart stations. There is Hanson and Sasha stations throughout the throughout the, the square footage as well. And I think my store low key right now isn't taking cash. It's really? like all ca- it's all cards. Boy, yeah, I, I seen, wish. I seen that, I seen Which that I'm kind of fucking. Of yeah. <laughs> and I think we have like the the plastic uh, wall shields too. That's what's up. Oh yeah. But shout out to them. I, I like being home, so uh, let me know how it goes. <laughs> let me know how it goes. Man, do you feel comfortable out there? Do you feel comfortable like being in front of people? That's a good like, question. With, with, uh... Um, 
I, like the thing is for now yeah because like uh when I, I had gone back like earlier you, you guys know and then when the riots happened they had to stop it again but um when i was back like the traffic really wasn't crazy going in there like we never really had to close down because there was too many people like i don't think at any point i saw more than 10 people in that store customer wise uh i didn't see more than 10 customers in that store at, at a time so like for now i am once shit starts getting like a little crazier like i don't know you know what i mean we got to kind of see but uh for now let's, yeah, let's acknowledge though that right now i don't know how the rest of the world is feeling and chris you tell us how you're looking at jersey but dog, low key right now like people are deciding that this shit is like over and it's not <laughs> like the numbers are out here it's still going up up and about it's just like the reporting of it is kind of being like um i don't know how the word is it's like going uh, uh unsurveillance or like under the radar a little I, bit i think partially that might be because of the whole george floyd thing uh for sure yeah and rightfully so you know what i mean but yeah, like yeah. that's getting kind of a lot of coverage and maybe maybe that's that's why you don't see as much stuff about the coronavirus i don't know yeah i only say it to for the visit uh, for the our viewers yeah like just don't get fooled by like what other people are doing you make your own decisions if you do decide to be out and about because i feel you and trust me like I'm not gonna lie. I stepped out of my house yesterday too to go see a friend I haven't seen in three months. Uh, but wow, I'm upset because <laughs> we haven't hung out, and, and, and we're wow. family. We're family. Like you always like to remind me, we're family, and we haven't hung out. But okay, I gotta um, make my rounds, man. I gotta yeah, yeah. you know. sure. <laughs> Manny, I gotta make my rounds. He'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking this shit hella slow. Right? <laughs> but not yet. Like it, it's. Everybody, everybody knows that it's hard to stay home. It's already been so freaking long, yeah. uh, but just don't fall for like what everybody else is doing. Like, obviously, if you do decide to go somewhere, take all the safety precautions that you have to. Uh, if you are going over somewhere, be, ask them how they've been like maneuvering throughout this shit, just to like be careful and stuff. But how how are you looking at Jersey over there, Chris? Jersey, for the most part, um, the businesses that are essential are still open. The food. Like the restaurants are, they're all curbside pickup, or, or you go inside and you pick it up. You, you can't really sit down everywhere. You haven't for, uh, sat down anywhere yet. Nah, no, nowhere around here is letting people sit and eat, which sucks because that's that's yeah. like that. That was like one of my favorite things to eat. Everyone knows I love to eat, but like the <laughs> like going to restaurants and stuff, like and just right, like right. socializing, like it's just, it's a great time. And unfortunately, for the past few months, we haven't been able to do that. But yeah, they're not allowing people in. But for the most part, like parks and and beaches and shit like that, like like there's not really any restrictions that I've seen. Mm -hmm. I was just down the shore where they have a boardwalk and like there was thousands upon thousands of people just walking with with masks, no masks, nothing. I mean, like you said, people take like take take it at your own risk, pretty much. If you don't want to get sick or, or you're afraid of getting sick, stay home or or wear masks, wear wear gloves outside, do something like protect yourself. But for the most part over here is starting to get back to back to normal how oh, you said about somebody brought this to my attention that i didn't uh i didn't really peep at first but like you said like a lot of parks are opening are are open mm -hmm. but what we're not realizing is that you know people who can't go to the gym and work out they're working out at the park uh people who are signed up to sports are now working out at the park so like all of these types of people are meeting up at the park because that's where you could get your workout for the most part. So then it, it makes the park a lot more busier than it would be yeah. like just like on a regular day. Um, that's, but I that's know like, that's like something like that you can do pretty much now. It's just go outside and walk or like do something because you can't really go anywhere. So like just being outside is 
just feels fun and feels different right, feels right. better than being freaking stuck inside but yeah i feel what you're saying what's up jose uh, i heard you was out and about in the restaurant uh, the other day nah you was on a date jose you was on a date <laughs> Tell us the experience for that one, my friend. So the so one. the the listeners can know. It was forgot, one day. I got how it goes. Now nah, this is the I think the first time I think it was last week that I went to a restaurant, and basically it was the first the second week that the restaurants have opened, but they have the restrictions in it. It's only fifty capacity each. Fifty percent. Yeah, fifty percent of whatever restaurant it is. Um, we were sitting in a booth, so every other booth was empty, and the the server always has a mask. You you come in with a mask, but you could take it off when you're gonna eat or if you're sitting down. And also, the server is not as like you know like the server goes to you every time you need something or need water. Like so much times in this occasion, right. you have something next to you that basically if you lift up, you, you could call your server to to come to you. So, she, so they're not really that frequent and mm. I guess that's crazy Jose I went to a restaurant yesterday and it was the same as that thing they were really? like yo like while you're getting seated like put your mask on and then when you get seated like take it off whatever but it yeah, seemed but... kind of pointless if I'm being 100% real like, oh yeah for sure yeah I gotta yeah. keep my mask on for like 8 steps and then take it off <laughs> oh yeah I was about to confess and say that I was at the same restaurant as Jose the other day yeah. <laughs> but apparently Manny's out here too eating <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's definitely like uh, it's the the restaurants are they need to do that to have that under their belt because if there was a restaurant that had none of those rules, they could like somebody could get closed. Yeah, Yeah. but it it is pointless because like right when you walk in and you're waiting to be seated, like so are hella other people. (laughs) So it's like, all right, cool, we got our mask on, all huddled up in one place. But yeah, I mean, like even that though, like even after going out like that. Like now, I feel like I have to stay at home for like a, a minute again till I I go out again. Well, yeah, like, I, I'll, I like I'm right now. I'm used to now like always carrying one of these, <laughs> the Germex or Pure something out. like that. Insert ad here. I, I think I, I use it like every day. Like I've I've never used to use that like at all before this. But like I, I just got used to like using it if I like touch something or like around. But make sure you're washing your hands though. Oh yeah, all that also like. More frequently than than before. Oh yeah, I've been I haven't like been out that much. Like only necessary like groceries or things I really need to get. But now I'm slowly starting to like either meet up with people or have people over and stuff like that. So things well, are definitely changing in that sense. But I, I gotta make sure like right. I'm I'm good, you know. <laughs> and the people for sure. Me. Well, speaking of people meeting up and going out oh transition kings <laughs> who who wants to update us on the latest nba news on the huddles of the sports world i got what's, y'all what's going so, on over there so last so on last week's podcast i think we reported that the nba was coming back july 31st and everything was looking good Every, no one was saying nothing and, and july 31st was the day now sir kyrie irving of the brooklyn nets has started a whole new trend which can be justified, and some will have problems with it. I personally do have a, a small problem with it, that he is now saying that he doesn't want to go back to the to playing until there is reform and there's justice for for what has gone on in the world with George Floyd and Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. So he says he'd rather sit out, 
than to play until all of that stuff is kind of like resolved and it's not looking like that's going to happen anytime soon. So now when he said that, a bunch of other players have reported that they don't want to play either. Really? Like Manny's boy Dwight Howard on the Lakers. Take that back. That, <laughs> he said that he will not play until until there's some reform or there's some there's something resolved like in that case of Black Lives Matter and George Floyd. So a lot of players are now deciding they may not want to play this season, which is a huge deal because if you're losing a player like Dwight Howard, who on the Lakers is a huge deal on that team, that's a playoff team who has a team who has a potential of going to the finals. So like, let me say this though, Chris, I low key think is genius. Uh, speaking, speaking from a non-selfish standpoint, because now it's like, um, it's the athletes and especially since basketball is, is predominantly a black sport uh, or majority of them saying like, oh, no, we ain't going to continue giving us some entertainment until shit starts getting right, until we see some change. So what best to do it and ask for the change when y'all think we go come back and play some ball? So that's kind of low-key fire in that stance because now you're kind of forcing – like, it, it's crazy because it's like, y'all let the, the planning be done, y'all let the, the schedule be done. And then now it's kind of like they're more they're going to be more forced to make some moves or changes because they already did such a hard work to get it to about to be the beginning of the season again. So if you have a lot of the players like, oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, I thought it was going to be sweet. Nah, like, let me see some changes. Like, let me see, you know, some type of change or like, like, I understand because we're all extra hype, but we can't mm-hmm. ignore that perspective either. No, yeah, and I, I, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Yeah, man. so like a couple things with this. Like, one, like I, I do get that side of it. I really, I really do. Um, but two, like the NBA is the woke league. You know what I mean? And <laughs> and to me, like, like I would get it with the NFL. You know what I mean? Because they, they usually, right. up until recently, don't, don't really support like Black Lives Matter and, and all that stuff. Um, the NBA like is gonna back you 100% with stuff like that. So to me, I'm thinking about it like, okay, so everybody is dying for sports to come back. You're gonna have the wokest sport in the country uh, basically be like prime time because they're gonna have eight games to go right into the playoffs, thus giving you the ultimate platform in the league that will back you up on it 100%. Like, I just don't see how that is counterproductive especially when there's so many players that like speak out like that, that you yeah. know the eyes, the eyes are going to be on the league man so to me it's like like you should if you really feel that way about it you should use that as a chance to like you know put the put the word out that we need reform but you know uh, to each the rapper lot, yes. the rapper the game he's kind of said the same thing like yeah. he was like he's on the side of if they don't want if they don't want to play it is what it is unless yeah. they are using their platform and letting the players do what they want as far as like promote promoting like the protests or Black Lives Matter. So I understand that too. I, I could definitely see it as opportunity for the better if the league lets them do what they choose to do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't think we'll really know till if until they The funny thing is also that people are taking Kyrie's side, but LeBron James, even with all this news that came out and Kyrie saying what he said said that he will play that he will not sit out and he will uh, whatever happens happens he is going to play and now there's players like Patrick Beverly tweeting and he was like if King James is playing I'm going to play too and that's crazy so, that he said that because that's literally like 
Enemies. their biggest uh, well let me yeah the celtics are the biggest rival but of this uh, yeah. season like of this yeah, season yeah, this like season the clippers are, are the that's the biggest rival saying that like right yeah uh, the yeah, way so the patrick NBA... beverly said it though was was different than than what i feel like people were misinterpreting what he said patrick beverly was in no way agreeing with lebron he was saying if lebron is saying that there's gonna be basketball that means there's gonna be basketball because LeBron runs the league. If LeBron's going to play, then we got no choice. The commissioner's going to force the league to come back because LeBron said so. Uh, I'll read you the tweet. I'll read you the tweet. Patrick Bradley said, Hoopers say what y'all want. If King James said he's hooping, we all hooping. Not not personal, only business. Hashtag stay woke. So Yeah, I mean, I can see <laughs> I can see both sides of it. I can see how, like, a spice of sarcastic. Like, because I think, like, a couple of days ago, Petra Bradley was also saying that was no basketball. Just, it was promoting more of the, the protests and stuff. Well, this it's, is it's tough, just made man. for a, a more crazier, interesting season, yeah. for sure. Season. Just when just we thought we had basketball back. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the NFL were to take a stand and not play, next week, everything will be perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I got I respect what Kyrie's doing. Like, I understand what he's doing. But like, uh, yeah, what he wants makes sense. But well, yeah, what he I don't think what they're going to do is going to actually change it. Yeah, why did he, why did he wait so long? Uh, why did he wait for? Oh, the I told you why. to make a ruling. Yeah, yeah, because because now it's like they have to like they got to kind of figure it out. The, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But like, still, like Kyrie, who I don't even think is gonna play when he comes back, right? Isn't he hurt? No, he's part like, of the Brooklyn Hospital. <laughs> Brooklyn Hospital, exactly. A player that's not even gonna play, saying mm. something, and who doesn't have a chance at the playoffs, just, just coming too. in and barging in and and convincing players not to play or, or to or to stay out. Like I said, again, I respect what he's saying because it does make sense. But now that we're at this stage and we need and we're all craving sports back and, and they're gonna pretty much start this playoffs right when they get back and now key players are, are pretty much calling out because of, of that. It's a little upsetting. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. but you gotta so, see let's try to see it as a positive thing. If this could come out to something good Right. And it happens to to achieve the goal. Let it be, you know. I gotta be completely honest with you guys. It's just hard for me to have an unbiased opinion, cause like, <laughs> cause like this was the year. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. Like, I know, but... I, I like what Chris said. Like, uh, not that I yeah. like, but what Chris said. Like, if Kyrie isn't playing, then it's easier for him to take a stand because he's not even gonna be playing. So that's kind of fucked up that you're putting everybody else in that position. Yeah, if it's kind of like putting people like, on blast. Like, right. do you mean it or do you really? Or are you just? Yeah salty yourself but i'm not mad like i'm trying to look at it like a musician like like if jay was announced an album and like dev jam was rock nation was uh depending on this album and then he decides like well i said it's gonna come out tomorrow but if y'all don't change how much royalties i could get and the and y'all don't bring some black executives into here and the shit ain't dropping then that's like you know what i'm saying like it forces like people to make moves because so many moves have already been made to get to that point but but it is tough to question people's intentions because you really just don't know like who was really fighting for the cause or taking advantage of the cause too. You're gonna have such a grand stage when the NBA is back. Everyone's gonna be watching. Yeah, everyone's yeah. gonna be watching. That's gonna be like pretty much the only sports. I know yeah. soccer's coming back, but 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 there well, but the no other in, in, yeah, and then and the no other book. no other sport is gonna be in the playoffs. You know what I mean? And exactly. like and again, just to, like to what I said before, like the NBA, like 
they 100% support like when the players wanted to wear the I can't breathe shirts you know what mm-hmm. I mean when the Clippers uh did the protest for Donald Sterling like they supported that like 100% right. so like that if, would be the stage to do it on man to each his own if the players want to kneel they can they can kneel on, yeah. on live TV when everyone's watching it and really the league the league will not have a problem with it bro they're not gonna the say league. anything so yeah. I think I think playing is the best thing you can do to be honest like I, I just don't see what the end goal is really like like what does what does Kyrie really want done I I, I, I know I guess the end goal for all of this is just like kind of try to end racism or try to end like police brutality and stuff like that yeah but, but you're not there's no, there's you're no not gonna really, yeah. there's no ending what what is good enough for you to come well, back is, well, is I'm, that's what yeah. I said though like ending racism <sighs> that's gonna be tough because it's, it's, it's been awesome. around for so long yeah but, and if, if it happens it's gonna take like years guy like that's but, yeah, that's, but that's, that's, that's what I'm saying minute. though like a lot of people are, are I, I'm just gonna keep referencing the music industry but a lot of yeah, people are yeah. saying like yo like yeah wanna put a black box on your Instagram timeline talking about support black black, black lives matters Yet you're you're a white owner of an industry of Warner Brothers or Universal, and we don't have no black execs execs here. We don't have black ANRs who are who can call shots without calling a white dude. So that's the type of change that they start they want to start seeing. So it's not really like end racism immediately because that's like you know what I'm saying that's gonna take time unfortunately. But to make start making like uh, within your own careers within your own people like start making those type of changes. Now I'm not in the sports world, so I don't know what their goal there would be. Um, but yeah, I, I don't see it like a like an end racism thing. I just think of like a more immediate change within the culture that they're in at the time, or every industry that, basically. That type of change would take years, man. Like that—that's just not something that oh, two months go by and nothing is happening. Yeah, like, but if oh, you make a rule, play. if you make a law, if you make a legislation, if you know what I'm saying, like. And and basically secure that that change will come in the near future. Then that's good enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if they speak out on the behalf of like, okay, starting in the next blah 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 years, we're gonna start doing this process. We're gonna start letting these coaches be owners, or we're gonna start letting blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Like I said, I don't have the fucking answers to every industry yeah. that I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I, I still believe. I still believe that the NBA is their best way to really get their voice heard. I don't it's know. Like, I, I just I agree with that for sure. Just like. Um, who came out this week? Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle came out and dropped a, I wouldn't say stand up, uh, right. just like commentary and public just like, hearing. Yeah, public hearings. Yeah. Um, he was just telling us and pretty much educating us on on what happened with George Floyd, and and what other co- or like what other incidents happened with other people and and other cops and stuff like that. And it was it was pretty. It was tough to hear one of like the funniest people in our gen- like of our generation. I think Dave Chappelle, the, the funniest in my, in my generation, is the funniest stand-up or or comedian of all time. So to hear him get so serious and talk about all these, all these like um these police brutality and Black Lives Matter and stuff like, like that shit really affected me. Like it really it really did hit like him just talking about George Floyd and and all the other incidents and like. He really just opened our like people's eyes because if Dave Chappelle, he's gonna get views, and right. especially Netflix dropping it, millions upon millions of people have viewed. I've seen it personally twice, two, uh, two or three times actually. So I feel like that's a positive. He used his platform. That's his job. Right. His job is comedy and and to and to make bring joy to people and to really present. He's a presenter, and I think he used his platform very well to inform people on on what's happening 
and what mm -hmm. has happened and what needs to happen. Yeah. So, so I bring that back to Kyrie. Kyrie, your job is to play basketball and other people are to play basketball. You can use that platform because you have a huge platform. Bring, bring your voice to that, man. Like, do what you have to do there. People love mm -hmm. to see you play. People really respect you. I, as much as I yeah, hate but Kyrie, this is, but that's this is his, this is his way player. of protesting. Like you can't really go in one route of of doing that. This is his way of doing it. There's not really one right way. One is not like that. But it does look different when you when you're not gonna play at all. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like like it the is, way I think about still, it. He's still an NBA player though. Yeah, he the, still the way has I think a about it. In it though. It's like if you want to like support the movement, like all that, like all right. Now imagine Dwight Howard in the NBA Finals coming out, Black Lives Matter, George Floyd on the back. You know what I mean? Like it's just like all the eyes are gonna be on you, man. And again, no, I feel course. like I'm. And, and yeah. how does course, how does that dude. make all the how does that make all the other NBA players that want to play look? If if I don't if I don't stand with Kyrie, I look like a piece of shit now because I because I didn't because I didn't stand with him and I wanted to play. Mm. My team is. My teammates, how many games away from the playoffs, potentially making the finals, but now I got to sit out because Kyrie, who is not even going to play, wants to make a stand. Of course, we respect what he's saying, but like now, now it, you're like pitted against a corner. Like if I play, I'm not, I'm not with the shits. But if I don't play, I'm All with right. Kyrie, and I'm, and I'm respecting what he's saying. So like it's kind Let of unfair say, that position you put the players in. I agree with that. That is fucked up. But Manny, I, I also say that, <sighs> like seeing. Uh, I can't breathe shirt might not be enough. You know what I'm saying? Like we've been yeah, seeing yeah, it. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm just saying that like as an example, but like there's a ton of shit, you know, that's you, the thing is like, if, if not playing, it seems like the most exaggerated format, but maybe the most effective. Yeah. Now, now I will, I would rather Kyrie come out and have like a strategy. Like, look, I'm not going to play until we see this, 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 and that. Don't yeah. just like throw it out in the air and then everybody got to figure it out too because yeah. you're not really Facts. being fair to the league who might actually want to help. You know what I'm saying? So I do think that if you're going to take a stand, we know what the stand is for, but is there something specifically within your career or that you want to see change? Or like your me? organization. Right, like, right, yeah, right. yeah, I feel you. Got you. So, Chris, you had brought up like earlier about Dave Chappelle, and that's funny because that's actually one of the stuff I had. Um, so I was watching, I think it was the Joe, yeah, the Joe Rogan podcast with uh, when Kevin Hart was on there. Kevin Hart, and yeah. yeah, and then they were talking about like uh, how he ran into Chappelle and at like a comedy club and like he had gone up or whatever. And at the end of it, said like you have surpassed Richard Pryor, like he is the greatest comedian of all time. Now, wow. personally, I've always not. Let me not say always, but probably for the last like maybe six or seven years i have felt that like dave Chappelle to me has always been my favorite comedian and i think he's the goat but i want to know yeah, like from other guys that watch stand-ups like do you guys have like a goat and do you think it's dave or is it somebody else like my stand-up goat personally is yeah. eddie murphy eddie murphy i respect yeah. that because I, I love I, yeah thing. i love raw and i and what was the other one that delirious had? delirious yeah i love delirious. both of those though. he's funny i I don't, I don't hate that i don't hate that yeah, I, I, I would have to say the same thing. My, yeah. my stand-up goal would have to go to Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I got uh, a couple. I would put so, I would definitely put Dave Chappelle number two on there, though. I got, I got I got a few. So definitely Eddie Murphy. Raw is one of the funniest funniest stand-ups of all time. Easy. And, Easy. and to most co comedians, he is the GOAT. Eddie I want half Eddie. I want half. That shit is too funny. <laughs> Dave Chappelle... Dave Chappelle's number one. I'm gonna be honest. That guy is a comedic genius. The Chappelle Show is one of the greatest shows of all time. Yeah. And his stand-ups just they just don't fail. 
and, longe- and longevity, bro. And longevity. longevity. And he is beating cancel culture. He he is doing everything in his in his body to really bring it out and and talk about things that, that if you bring it up now, you're gonna get called on it. You're gonna on sexuality and and other yeah. stuff and 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 political views. He doesn't give a shit. And the fact that we allow him to do it. And it's so funny. It's just like this guy is like he's beat the simulation. Like, yeah. like, yeah. like people, people just love him. Even racists love him. Yo, I don't. I don't think there's a group of people that that doesn't like. No, I feel you. I know what's crazy is that like whenever like we think of like goat comedians, like it's always like usually African American comedians. And I'm like, bro, what about like the George Lopez's of the world? Like oh, George, George Lopez, Lopez is amazing. Is yeah, funny, like man. he's too good. George Lopez is hilarious. The George Lopez show too fucking. I love comedy and I and I watch every stand up, but I'm not like married to a stand up yeah. per se. Yeah. But I enjoy Cat Williams. He oh to me he's hilarious. Cat Williams, yeah. Cat Williams um, is too good. But yeah, D- Dave is definitely like in the top three for sure. Just yeah. and especially because of what he was able to accomplish in his, the TV uh, space, and then inspired Key and Peele type of shows, yeah. and you know like his inspiration like his impact on the culture like you could see it throughout like the generation and the crazy thing that after that show when it ended he was gone for years and years nobody knew about him and then he came back just doing that doing stand up like it was was crazy yeah that's what I was gonna say when Chris said uh, he could get away with it with like the cancel culture I think three things are letting him get away with it one he's fucking funny so his talent is just there Two here, he's rich, so it's like, what are you gonna do now? <laughs> like to cancel his money, it's not gonna work. And three, I don't think there's been like crazy allegations towards him, right? No, so that kind of really. helps too. Yeah. That when you're like a clean, you have like yeah. a clean. Nah, but he he still gets away with jokes that most comedians won't even dare yeah. to doing their stuff. Yeah, but when you cancel somebody, you're you're stopping the flow of finances some way somehow. Yeah, you know what I'm saying stuff like that, like. He Dave doesn't need that. Like he's chilling as far as yeah. that goes. Yeah, I but... think it's also like the way he approaches certain topics. Like in his, uh, I'm, I'm quoting here, but in his stand up when he talks about the alphabet people, you know what I mean? It's just the, <laughs> yeah. the way that he approaches stuff. It's yeah. from a very like, oh, this is insulting, but this isn't. You know what I mean? Type of stuff. Right, and it, right, it helps right. him kind of kind of weave through that. Yeah, it's definitely there's a different different um how do you call it like generation of people that. If they look at that type of comedy, they're quick to judge right there and then. Even from past comedians that they've said stuff, they're bringing that today and calling yeah. them out for that. Like example yeah. with Kevin Hart, that mm-hmm. that's a big thing about that, and he he's always has to say sorry again. Like right, right, that's true. That's yeah. an ongoing thing with Chappelle. That doesn't however, <laughs> however, damn, you put this shit on my hand. <laughs> You fell into the trap. Oh, oh. Let's not. Who is the most political fucking comedian right now? Kevin Hart. You talk about a, a dude that what took his stand up and jokes from raw and uncensored mm-hmm. to very like yeah. cookie cutter jokes. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. although I'm sure he's rich as shit, I'm sure he still cares enough to not ruin like certain like connects yeah, yeah, he, that he has. He's, he's very smart at what he does. But like I don't think Dave cares at all. No, <laughs> like, he's like, you gave me three Netflix deals. I'm cool with the yeah, sixty. I'm chilling. <laughs> What's funny is, even though people, even though he did get away with with like his newest stand up, and people like they just have to laugh because this shit is just funny. Yeah, it's it's funny because the like Rotten Tomatoes for his newest stand up special. What was it called? Stick, sticks and stones. Sticks and stones. Yeah. 
they gave them like what like a 20 percent on rotten tomatoes but then you go to the audience score and it's a hundred percent yeah because so yeah. like, some people didn't even see it they were they were just making feedback on shit that they heard and like just yeah. the critics weren't even really giving it a chance so you could just see the 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 critics and the reviewers being exposed right there because right right they didn't even give it a chance let's see so if if there's dave and there's eddie I want to join Chris Rock. I want yeah, to join Chris if Rock. we're if we're doing like a Mount Rushmore, like, like who Chris else Rock. aside aside from those two, Chris Rock. Uh, that's hard. <laughs> like a personal Mount Rushmore, or like just based off, or like all time, like based off everything you've ever heard from anybody, even if you haven't seen it. Yeah, let's do that because I feel like personal. Uh, will take forever, yeah. I think Richard Pryor deserves yeah. to be up there, even though Ke- I personally yeah. haven't watched much Richard Pryor. I know everybody that's. Any any comedian in any field, any type of comedy you do, no, you know you're, Richard Pryor, you're and you're right. a big fan of Richard Pryor. But I have, I personally wouldn't know, but I think he belongs up there. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. I would, I would definitely put him up there. I don't know if y'all have ever heard uh, George Carlin, uh, yeah. White Boy. Oh, no, but George Carlin yeah. is so good, man. He's that somebody is... I personally would put up there. Like he's he's who's that? Happy, man, George Carlin is a he's an older gentleman that that would really talk about. He was like the White Chappelle. If I if I'm being <laughs> brutally honest with it, like, yeah. He he didn't give a fuck like saying what was on his mind no matter what or how much in trouble he would get into yeah he was the white Chappelle, and he well died. it's funny you say white Chappelle because i was gonna say manny the dude that writes for Chappelle. what's his name he's a stand-up uh, comedian himself neil neil brendan i think it is i, I forgot yeah, his last name glasses but it's yeah i know yeah, he like about. helped write on the Chappelle show and stand-up yeah. but yeah go ahead chris um if we're talking mount rushmore i want to throw in jerry seinfeld Maybe not for his like all his stand-ups, but <laughs> but Seinfeld the show is just brilliant. Him him and Larry David are comedic geniuses. Even if and if you also seen Curb Your Enthusiasm, I will throw in Larry David also. Look, so I'm, I'm, I'll Larry tell you David. this. I'll tell you this. Chris uh, is throwing Chris. two people like yeah, nothing. but he's going yeah. by <laughs> by their shows that they had. No, 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 no. I'm throwing him in. I will I will say this for uh for Chris. <laughs> the, the, it's the same thing as what Asiel said. Like for for prior is that like. I hear a lot of people throw a hell of respect to Jerry Seinfeld. A lot of like good comedians. Oh, no, yeah, so stand-up wise, in that sense, I'll I'll put him up there. Very like, I, yeah, I personally don't don't think he's funny. <laughs> I gotta be real, John. Like he just came out with one this year, and that thing was cell phones. What's Who the, the thing about that? <laughs> like those type of shits. Like I'm like, all right, like it's not. It's, I would say that's not our type of comedy. <laughs> No, I said maybe I, not I was saying, I was like maybe not all his standups but what he did with the Seinfeld show. No, yeah, and definitely, and definitely other with things, that. Like, I yeah. think I would throw him in to, to the Mount Rushmore, and yeah. he's well respected by by. I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all finish the the Mount Rushmore, but I'm just gonna throw in honorable mention just because he's funny. Pablo uh, Francisco. No, no, but that's a good one. Uh, Fluffy. I knew it. I knew you were gonna say him, dog. He's I just funny with the him. voices. Yeah, though. he is. Yeah, he's funny. But uh, Gabriel obviously, yeah, yeah. Not Mount Rushmore, but uh, yeah, 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 I can finish that one. Yeah. So I mean, let me see. So we got Prior, so Dave, Mount Rushmore Eddie. is four, right? Yeah. So Prior, Dave, Eddie, and then who's that last one that we're throwing up there? I mm. low key want to give the nod to Kevin Hart. Even because yeah, what he's done, yeah, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm actually not the biggest Kevin Hart fan. I think he's kind of funny. I, I've never really watched his stand-ups and like absolutely died laughing. I know I'm in the minority with that, but that's that's just the way it is. His stand-ups uh, are great. No, yeah, yeah. are awful. But like he is like <laughs> like kind of the rock star of comedy, dog. Like for if, sure. you, if you look at it, so I, I'll put him as the last one. For yeah, that. yeah, dude, to sell out stadiums like that, come yeah, on, yeah, like, like that's that's ridiculous, bro. Like come on, that's respect. Yeah. 
just does too many movies, man. It's every time I see him in a movie, I'm like, God damn it! Kevin. He has to, dog, because his his stand up is getting like really cheesy. Yeah. So he got to transition into something. His last one wasn't his <clears> last one wasn't that great. Yeah, I went to the second last um stand up he did here in Miami. That shit was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And <laughs> yo, he, have y'all? He he Sorry, really is um like holding it down for stand up and comedy right now. Like I I can't really tell which which Chappelle also. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a few in there, but I would see like him more, in like holding down like that that fort. I love Cat Williams, dog. Every time I see a stand up, I'm the dying. Christ let three hundred. <laughs> Who dog. got weapons in mass destruction? Who got weapons in mass destruction? Dog, y'all are gonna hate me for saying this, but no, don't never, say dog. I've never really found him funny, dog. I got to be real with y'all. Yeah, never, dog. never, never. I found him funny in other out. in other stuff. <laughs> no, not even that. Like in other stuff, like how he popped up at the end of the pimping all over the world video. Like I thought that was funny, you know what I mean? But like his own shit, yeah, an alligator, yeah, yeah, work, alligator yeah. man, yeah. His own, his own nah, shit he, though. Cat Williams is one of was one of the best standups. And I, I respect him because a lot a lot of people say that I respect it, man. He's I really, so good, I really do. Man. Have you given his standups a chance? I have, dog. I, I've back when I had the in the iPod video days. Uh, oh my yeah. god, yo! Me too. I, <laughs> I used to have like his standups on there. Yeah, it's good. Like you, you never know what he's gonna say or do. That's the crazy thing about it. He was low key. What he was. I mean, I'm not gonna say he was Dave Chappelle before Dave Chappelle, but he was. He did what Dave Chappelle does. He was calling out the shits in the standup. He was, no, loose. Yeah. He was loose. Yeah, he was. He would say what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then it's just whatever happened behind the scenes. Like whether it is the they making him look crazy or, or he yeah, really went crazy. It's unfortunate how he's looked at right now. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, yeah. Got his shit kicked by a 13-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> now that's funny. <laughs> that shit, that 13-year-old is a savage. You see that news report? That boy is talking him down. <laughs> now, talking about stand-ups, talking about movies, I wanted to ask you guys a question. How do you go about watching a movie or any type of content with your partner. What is that process like? You have your, since we're all guys here and whoever has a girlfriend has a girlfriend, whoever's just dating, dating. Like when your girl's over and you're like, all right, let's Netflix and chill or like let's watch something. What is that process like? Because I know it's not easy. <laughs> it's never easy as like nobody can just agree on something. But like, what's the process? How do you weed the shit out? How do you set the mood to what to watch for the rest of the night? What do you take into consideration, or you don't take into consideration? So you're talking I'll about let like all these in, guys go in first. home, in <laughs> home oh, John movie watching. John, I see you take it. I asked the question. I can't go right away. <laughs> That's what you're saying, John. Like you're saying, like in your house, though, not like in movie theaters or nothing like that. I mean, it could apply to movie theaters, but let's let's stay intimate more because. It, so a movie theater, you kind of uh, say so you have to choose like whatever's out. So it kind of makes it easier. But like if you're in your home and like yeah, just trying to get into, it doesn't have to be a specific mood. But how do you? What's the process of you guys coming with like to finally watch something? Like how do you weed it out? What do you choose? Who so, gets to say? So ulti- like in the la- in my last relationship, ultimately what we ended up doing was doing like a like on a turn basis so like you pick one i pick one you pick one i pick one but but the reason that happened was because <laughs> before that it was a fucking nightmare <laughs> like and like the, the way i i personally like to do it is like i kind of get her options first and 
usually I can find something from the girls' <laughs> options. Because, like, I, like, I guess, I don't know, man. Like, for most of the females, bro, like, I have... Rom-coms. Yeah, like, I like I like, <laughs> I like romantic comedies. So, like, if they pick a romantic comedy, I'm like, yeah, whatever, I'm cool with that. And yeah. then also, I'm into a lot of nerdy shit. You know what I mean? So, I know some of that stuff is hard to swallow. So, it's like, I don't really like to like, give them a bunch of suggestions because I know they're not going to like it. Mm. So, that's basically what it is. I, I like to get their side of it and then kind of pick from from that. And usually, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I like the you go, I go. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. That's the best way to do it, in my opinion. <laughs> like, it's just you go, it's I fair. go, no complaints. Like <laughs> Yeah, because it's tough to find anybody but a significant other that has the same taste as you in yes, anything no. especially movies yeah um and because we're all fucking movie watchers that's a whole another thing that, exactly like, <laughs> this, this group like us is horrible bro because yeah. like we already we've seen have, like the movies we got yeah word so. yeah we've seen everything so like, how about this one? Oh, I saw it. How about that one? Like, not, not, not even with a significant other but since we're all movie watchers i know we all do this but when you want to choose a movie, you always lean towards your movie. And if it's not your movie, it's kind of like, all right, I might be out. I don't, I don't know. I'll catch y'all later. So that's I'm, what you do, Chris. I'm like, I'm, I'm like yeah, Chris. Mo- Chris clears it on the female. Yeah, Chris singular shit. We should watch this one though. This one's pretty good. Oh, you want to watch that one? Actually, I gotta get going. Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie, Chris. If I was your girl, pause. I'm not, I'm cool off the Tarantino <laughs> films because <laughs> I'm not letting you throw in a Tarantino film. Oh, I, you want to watch Death Proof with me? I don't. I want to give you a kiss and not see blood in my face at all. Two oh, seconds. Yeah. Two seconds. <laughs> I'll take that kiss, oh, John. Shit. Damn, it's getting a little steamy on the pot. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 else you guys got? How do you weed the process down? Uh, for me, I would just say if it's either something we both haven't seen that we know That's it's either. Tough. I know, but I'm saying, like, if I, we know it's either good or we're going to enjoy it, like, it mostly would be, like, either comedy-wise or, like, action or stuff like that. For, like, I would, out for me personally, I would go more on, on their side because, if like, I would watch anything. If it's something, like, like I know they're not going to be totally interested to, I wouldn't even recommend that. So, like, I would be kind of, like, a more lenient on, on them. Every uh, time? It, it depends, yeah. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't. That care. boy trying to get into the bed. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, it's your turn again." No, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think, I don't think I really play mind in that. Like, I wouldn't really care that much. So you're yeah. just gonna let her take over the relationship and pick every movie I ever watch? It's not every movie. That's what I'm saying. No, it's not every movie. Like, we'll we'll decide on what what it is, what we watch and stuff like that. It's like as usually, long as I get the biz, I see you. <laughs> yeah, like, look like, at Jose. Either, <laughs> look at either Jose. we finish yeah, the movie or not, so something leads into the other thing. You know? This guy. <laughs> Jose, yo, Jose's like, yo, hey, Jose said it, it don't matter because we're not gonna watch yeah. the whole movie anyway. Hey, so. the, movie ends up, the movie ends up watching. I feel you. Movie. I feel you, Jose. You always got. You gotta choose. The first movie you choose is the 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 not watching movie, and then you watch the movie after that, like the real movie. Yeah, it works. Yeah, and that sometimes happens in the movie theater too. So you know, this guy. Oh, okay, Jose, fucking Fifty true. Shades of Fifty Jose. Shades of Jose over here. <laughs> this is not a new thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought he was in middle school again. Jose is something else. <laughs> Telling me you paid that ticket just not to that boy. Yeah. Trying to cut, try, trying to cut the hole in the popcorn. <laughs> trying to get, trying to get loose in Doctor Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you've never done that. I was fuck. There's so many questions. Tell me you haven't chosen the the fucking movie that you know there's not gonna be anybody there just to be there with your girl. 
<laughs> and have a little more long time, a long time. Like in the theaters? Yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, I don't, I don't really care about that. I don't care who's wrong. This. Right. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be quarantined for life. <laughs> I have it, but I definitely see the point, the advantages, and, and the point of, of doing that. So, I see what what's you up, <laughs> You guys might be surprised. We have never disrespected a movie not once. <laughs> wow! Look not at the one. the perfect relationship over here. Wait, wait, wait! All right. I, that's cool. But how how do you guys choose what movie to watch? Though? Uh, well, she hasn't seen a lot of movies, and she's really open to really watching anything because she she just enjoys watching the art for what it is. So I I usually end up picking what the movie is, or I'll give her like three options, and they'll usually be like three different ones. Like it'll be like variety. Like it'll be like. Inglorious Bastards, Short Term 12, or Mother. And just like three options like that. And then I'll tell her what they're about. And then she can choose from there and then we just watch it. And then we go get our snacks. We gain at least a pound every movie. <laughs> and we just take it upstairs and watch on the nice 55 inch. Damn. Yeah, but you, I'm not gonna lie though. That sounds like a privileged scenario. Yeah, you're you giving, yeah, yeah, you're giving your options and she just has to choose your options. Oh, well, that's how it's done. That's how it's done. She doesn't really have an option. She doesn't. She doesn't really like. I don't know. She doesn't have a lot of uh, like a lot of movie options. Oh, she she looks to me she, for. The she just, she, she's not a movie buff like that. Is that what it is, Asiel? Um, not really. Yeah. Like she's seen movies now because I, I'll like show her the the best ones. Yeah. But she never has like a bunch that she's just like in her pocket. Like, oh, I gotta see this. I gotta see yeah, this. Yeah. Okay. I, I do like the your turn, my turn thing, Manny. Um, but I, yeah, I think it, it depends on a lot of share. It depends on if neither of us have seen the movie or not. It depends on if we're trying to get scared tonight or we're trying to laugh tonight. Like you know what I'm saying? Like all that uh, takes into consideration. Um, but I think I always go the funnier route. I just I think comedy always just makes you feel better yeah, and it puts you like in a better mood um, and like you said like the, I, I'm not one of those guys who I think we're all pretty good at this but like the drama coms don't bother me either like I like I like a good love story mm-hmm. obviously yeah right you know, you know what I'm saying like a lot of laughs we haven't played that <laughs> the one rom-com <laughs> well that's the thing like La La Land isn't a, really a rom-com but it gives it gives both of you something Mm-hmm. To stay entertained with, you know what I'm saying? Because well, luckily she, she likes all shit. So knocked up is a is a rom com. <laughs> one of my <laughs> favorite movies of all time. Yeah, word. That's oh, I've never seen this. Oh my lord! Like a long kid, Polly is fire. Yes, I have that movie <laughs> right here. It's, it's underneath you right now. <laughs> I've, ne- I've never seen it, and I've heard. Oh, I've heard you should, Chris. It's good. That it's movie really is good. so good. Um, Let it rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, off rip. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's tough. It's tough with between friends. It's tough with the partner because. We've we've seen so much shit, dog. Like, and that's always gonna be a problem. So, you you'd hope that she had, like you said, like you weed them out by like throwing out a couple options, your moods. But I just wanted to see like your process or like your experiences <laughs> with that type of shit, because that's the easiest date. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't go out all the time. So most of the time, you and your partner are gonna be inside. So what's a good date night? Uh, to waste time or to just be together is like watching something. Mm. Now, I have people like my sister, she hates movies. So I'm like, you're gonna be the worst girlfriend ever. <laughs> like if you Julie like- hates movies? Yeah, she doesn't like movies. She likes shows and shit like that, but what? and she has a husband, so let me say let me not say the the worst girlfriend ever because she found somebody. <laughs> yeah, worse. She, she's married. <laughs> but we end in love. 
that's tough that if you find somebody it's like if i found somebody who didn't like music like that or like you know what i'm saying like something that revolves around our lives so heavy and then they're just like yeah i don't care about that <laughs> like what yeah, that's pretty crazy i, I want to divert on what john was saying i had this question to ask you guys because we have been in quarantine for so long what are y'all watching right now like what what programs are you guys watching like what tv shows or like what movies you have in mind like i personally just ended the sopranos and i'm in dire need of a new show to watch mm. i was right. i was thinking money heist i was thinking uh did you watch that i haven't that's that's why i'm looking for a all right so let's watch. let's stay there real quick watch it <laughs> money heist <laughs> money heist is one of the first shows that i caught myself talking to myself while i was watching it where i was like sitting there and i'm like how the fuck are they going to figure this out? <laughs> I don't know, and then, John. <laughs> and then they figure it out, and I'm like, God, that was good. That was good, right? <laughs> and then, like, my mom would just happen to stroll by, and then she's attached to whatever's on the screen, and then Julie will come by, and then she's attached. It's like something that it grabs everybody's attention that's really well-written, really well-acted. Um, so I, if if you guys haven't seen Money Heist, Casa de Papel, I think yeah. I should definitely check it out. Did you watch the English version or the Spanish version? Oh, well. and that was gonna be my next thing. Uh, <laughs> I speak Spanish, so I but I I that one English. Is that Spanish? Yeah. yeah, I feel you. I can't do the th too much. Yeah, <laughs> but especially because we're Dominican and we have like the slang of Spanish. Man, we have our, yeah, we have our own version of Spanish, dog. Like, it's not even. Uh, and I but, think uh, that the voiceovers yeah. were done well, where it doesn't bother you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they did the same thing for the platform. The, yes. the voiceover so it's like barely noticeable mm-hmm. so it was between that Money Heist or the show that you watch Devs um, on, <laughs> on Hulu <laughs> on, on Hulu yeah so it was between that I, I just recently finished watching The Midnight Gospel which is a new a new cartoon on Netflix and I think yeah. I think all of us could relate to it because we're on the podcast now and that show is like a podcast on acid <laughs> I don't think there's any better description so that's what I'm watching right now, and I think I think we would all appreciate it. Yeah. So what are you guys watching? So to answer your question, it's it's it, I'm kind of the worst person to ask. I'm like a lot of you because like mainly I've been watching movies, and it's been all the shit y'all recommend me. <laughs> so it's like I know I know. Which by the way, which by the way, I need another one, but we'll, we'll take care of that later. Um, and then aside from that, I've been watching Sopranos, which <laughs> you just finished. So fucking. And good. yeah, no, it's fire. I love it. I love it so far. Um, and then the only other thing I've been watching recently is The Flash, but I wouldn't recommend it because, like, the only reason I watch it is because I need some some type of DC new shit to watch, and that's literally all I got. Like, because the movies I, aren't coming out. I cut that show off like two yeah, or three years ago, and I'm not gonna lie to you and tell you it's good, but like, it's just entertaining. Yeah, like, just I love seeing characters. It, yeah, like I love seeing the characters that I like pop up on screen, and that's basically. You know, I think the they know, I bro. I yeah. think they know coming into a, a, a CW superhero show, they're like, okay, we're going to make two fire seasons, and then nobody's going to watch the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to watch the rest of it. Like, <laughs> but we're getting funded, so fuck it. No, yeah, there, so. there is a lot of people that watch it, because if there wasn't, it wouldn't be on air right There's now. a lot of people that... that Hold on to see if yeah. it's Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is, Chris. Like, there's a lot of people that are hopeful out there. That, that like, I remember like... when I was watching Arrow. Arrow, like the first three seasons of Arrow, were so fire. Yeah, to me, to me, the first two. After the first two, I couldn't really. Was the third season with Deathstroke? Or no, was that no, that was season? that was the second season. Okay, well, I thought the first three seasons were really good. And then, like every CW show, like like the Flash and the Arrow, like after the third season, it's like, all right, it's downhill. It's like, what are y'all doing? Like, like yeah, there's no, like, more, there's no more improvement. It's because things gotta keep repeating itself, and like 
that, that's what people mm-hmm. like get tired CW. of. CW. But what it I, yeah, it, it, see, Warner is just crazy with this, bro, because there's so much content there. Like, it's yeah, there's an insane yeah. amount of content, and like where where Arrow like kind of wrote itself into a corner dog is that like so the Green Arrow off Rip is a lot like Batman. Where they're different is that like their personalities are completely opposite. Yeah. But in the CW show, they just made them exactly they're like Batman. Exactly. So like- yeah, so it's like you get like this whole Batman vibe, and Batman's everywhere already. So it's like you know what I mean. Like we've already seen all the best Batmans outside of that. So you know that that just makes it feel. I that say much the more cool better. thing they do with the CW is they they, yeah. they connect all the shows together. And like, yeah, and they do that those is cool. crossover crossover episodes. I I just uh, wish. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. I just wish, again, it was heroes that we cared about. Like, if it was, like, Flash, Aquaman, Superman, Batman, yeah. like, that'd be lit. But I'm looking at Arrow, The Flash, uh, The Legends, which was made up just for the fucking CW. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. And I heard that was pretty good, actually, The, the Legends. I like the first the season of, of Legends. First, yeah. your season was good. To I bring it back to the original question, because we're gonna sit here and talk about yeah, DC no, no, again. Yeah, we can be here forever. <laughs> yeah. can be here forever. <laughs> save us, save us, <laughs> Yeah, save us. <laughs> Thank you, John. Um, so Mandy was watching the Flash. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I think we're all pretty much like doing like three or four shows. Uh, Movie wise, I was. We've been in quarantine for so long. I'm sure we're all watching hella movies. So that'll be like a waste of time to like ring off of. But definitely Ozark uh, season three was fire. Um, I gotta finish that. Boy, that shit. Oh, finish that. Boy, that shit is. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Outer Banks. Interesting show. It's bad and good enough for you to keep watching. (laughs) Like, it's like a. It's like a better version of a Disney Channel show trying to be mature. Yeah. Yeah. Like the storyline, we've seen it before. The acting is kind of corny, but for some reason, you just don't mind going to the next episode and the next episode. Eh, Might as well finish it where we're here. It's like one of those. That's exactly what happened to me. (laughs) Are are they hour episodes or or half an hour? I don't know. I think like 45 to an hour, maybe. Oh, um, Chris! I actually just forgot about this. I just finished watching this, but um, I don't know if you ever watched the uh, Jeffrey Epstein documentary that's on I Netflix. S- oh my! I saw yeah. the first. I saw the first episode, and I I was kind of good at like on that first episode because I yeah. already saw where they were going with it. But I, my dad wants to continue watching it, so we are going to. But that first yeah. episode is kind of like, it's kind of it's so repetitive, like, and, and it's just like the same thing, and like. But I, I don't yeah. know how it goes on, so I want to see how it progresses. If, if like you that. hear like, and you know, before we continue, fuck this guy. Before before we continue, oh, yeah, but yeah, uh, no, yeah. For sure, for sure. Uh, but if you see like all the shit that like was around that story, bro, it's interesting as fuck. Yeah, so, well, he I, knows because yeah. yeah. out of shadows, yeah, yeah, out of shadows, the documentary uh, touched on it for a while, oh, and because of that, I'm not watching the the documentary because I'm yeah. good. Well, yeah. I actually I actually knew about Jeffrey Epstein and, and who was associated with Jeffrey Epstein and all that before. Yeah. Before he killed himself and before he went to jail and all that stuff, my dad always kept me pretty updated with him. So I'll throw that in too, John. <laughs> before he, but but yeah, um, I'm, I'm interested. I it's gonna be like a push through it because I really don't want to see it. It's only gonna get like worse. I feel. Well, like. I, I'll say this: if you've already seen like kind of a documentary on it, I don't think you gotta watch it. Like I'll, I will say that much. No, well, the the documentary that he's talking about, Out of Shadows, that's yeah. definitely a part of it. But it's not the whole thing. It's not the whole thing. So, no. so it gave you like the back page summary of what Jeffrey Epstein did. Yeah. But this right, documentary right. gives you like like way There's more than full details. On. And then yeah, like, like, one of the most interesting detail. things about it to me was that it gives you like from the perspective of the victims too. So I thought that was that was pretty cool. But um, yeah. So. 
again, you guys should watch Out of Shadows. If it's still on YouTube, they may have taken that down. Yeah. It, I, I don't know if it's still up. If you guys could find a version of that, that's very good. Very we'll leave good it at watch. that. Yeah, we'll yeah. leave it at that. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, Outer Banks, uh, Ozarks, and I've, I've been seeing hella shit. But the last thing I've been watching that is fucking weird is Space Force with Steve Carell and Doug. This is a weird show, Doug. So, so well shot. Looks like a fucking movie. Yeah, so much but the comedic timing is terrible, dog. You don't know what you should be laughing at. You don't know if the if if the shit that they're saying is funny enough for you to even laugh at. Like it's weird. Yes. It's a and you only watch it just to support <laughs> the characters that you see because the actors um, on there are pretty well known actors um, and, and they have a the good cast. Creator of the show <laughs> made the office. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, dog. What the oh, fuck yeah. happened? Oh, and it has God, Steve Carell no as the main way. actor. So you're, uh, you're dog, expecting it to be on, on point, but... It's man, like... It doesn't hit. <laughs> putting Michael Scott as in charge of the Space Wars, but a worse version of it. Like a not well-thought-written Michael Scott. Because I remember Maciel um, might have had a theory where it was like, Michael Scott is actually one of the best managers because of how he... No, tra- he's uh, right. Yeah, well, so you know, another, for another pot, but he is right. But he is right. Yeah. He's a bitch. <laughs> but in Space Force, it's like it's like the amateur amateur version of Michael Scott that yeah. somebody didn't just fully write all the way through. But if if y'all want to, I'm like on episode four, and I'm just like, see, John, still like, watching John? Un- unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, like a lot of the feedback. Excuse me, I take it back. All of the feedback <laughs> that, that I'm hearing from the show is the same as that. So it's like I don't even want to check it out because it's like everybody that I know that like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that watched The Office like tells me this shit is trash. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just you what I used to watch. All the reviews and stuff, I'm like, it can't be that bad. Let me watch it. For, first, <laughs> no, so the first episode, I'm like, yo, this is bad. Let me at least give it one more try. The right, second episode, right. nope, not for me. <laughs> yeah, Chris, because so the first episode, you you you're like, okay, there has to be more to the story. And then you keep watching and they're like, oh, so there isn't a story. <laughs> We're just here <laughs> freestyling yeah. this shit every episode. Like, I think, I, but I think that's what the show is supposed to be. I think, I don't think it was supposed to be t- like, I think it was just like a parody of, of like what's really going on with like the space force and, and what it could be. I don't no, think but it was even if it was like as, that, it would have been good, as... but it's not good. I feel you on that, but yeah, the comedy has to be good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the problem. Like, I don't think I've laughed once, and <laughs> I'm four episodes in. Yeah, yeah four episodes <laughs> yeah. in. Nah, yeah, I stopped. I'll probably too. laugh because I love Steve Carell, but I, I'm yeah, gonna. That goes out the window. <laughs> I love Steve Carell too. He looks like my dad, but aside from that, <laughs> yo, facts. Though. I never even realized that. Yes, and he got he got the white hair now too. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. I haven't I seen like, Ozarks, but I I need to see the. No, I saw the first two. Season, but oh, okay. I need nah, yeah. the the last episode. I just haven't like, last season. Yeah, the last season for the for that for that the Ozarks. Heat. Nah, I haven't I'm seen the last season. I just you finished uh, thirteen reasons why though the fourth uh, season. I'm good <laughs> off that. Wow, oh yeah. Let's say that for another. Good. Yeah, let's say that for another podcast. Yeah, I could roast the, the shit out of that show <laughs> for a whole hour. So I'm a, let's just. Leave right, I'm just gonna say this, but like no spoilers. Or anything like I've seen. Spoil it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah what for, the, for, our viewers, for our viewers, for our viewers, what you mean? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure All right. they want, they seen or want to see it. But this this season was really good. Um, and the funny thing is, it has to deal a lot of things 
that we're going throughout right now, which is weird yeah. how they got that in there. That's another thing, but if y'all see, you'll you'll get the references and stuff like that. What but is this, the fourth season? This is the fourth season. Is is the last one? Is each season it about a, canceled, about right? a, about a different I heard it girl? Got no, not as each season is is about a situation like it's very like out there and it's serious, but it's not the first season was about that that one chick. Yes. Yeah, That's but each mean. okay, but is each one like a like is that girl involved in the other seasons no, or no, is, no. is that just the one? They're okay. probably dragging the shit out of that storyline for no, they're not. Every, it was every every so season that, has its own storyline in it. Why they call it thirteen reasons? <laughs> there were even thirteen seasons. Thirteen reasons why that name was a mistake. Thirteen seasons why? It's like Pretty Little Liars, like a the changed like 19 times by the Man. end of the show. Yo, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Doc, because when this show came out, first. yeah, when this show came out, that's the first thing I got reminded of was, was the Pretty Little Liars shit. Dog. Bro, yeah. I've never been so upset watching a show before, like like, like tight. Like I wanted to I see that shirt just shrunk. <laughs> <laughs> like when I saw that first season, I was like, why am I watching this? <laughs> like, like you're watching Space Force and you're expecting it to get better. This yeah. shit got worse and worse every episode. <laughs> um. I can't stand that show. It's irresponsible. <laughs> I, just, I just, I just can't. Nah, the, I was the acting and the writing is good in that show. Just the situations <laughs> are are bad and hard to look at. That's true. Yeah. That's not the test. problem. But <laughs> I see. What, what you watching? I've been watching. What you watching? I'm honestly, as far as TV shows, I haven't watching anything new. I still gotta watch season three of of Ozark. I have to finish Midnight Gospel. I got like two episodes left. There's a new season. I don't think anybody here watches it, or I don't even know if anybody would want to watch it. But there's a new season for F is for Family, the Bill Burr cartoon show. It's pretty oh, I, fun, I, I've in my opinion. But yeah, I, as far as new shows, once Better Call Saul stopped too, I, I really started rewatching shit. I started rewatching Community, watching oh, episodes of The Office. That concludes our podcast episode number four. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Tell us what you think. Tell us what your process with your significant other is to weed down the process of choosing something to watch. It's a struggle we all go through. Give us your opinion about the NBA. Tell us how you feel about it. Tell us uh, some ideas on what could be done or what shouldn't be done. Do you agree? Do you disagree? So remind us in the comments. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Press the notification bell. Till next time, tell a friend to tell a friend. Peace. Peace out.